It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Carolina Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Powered by MyBookie.ag, this is the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Panthers podcast. What's going on, everybody? Bill Rossetti back with you guys here on Monday, November 6, 2017, on another Victory Monday for the Carolina Panthers as they come up with a big 20-17 victory over the Atlanta Falcons to move now to 6-3 and three on the season as we're more than halfway through. It's hard, hard to believe that we're already done with week nine of the regular season. But big win for the Panthers. They dropped the Falcons to four and four, distanced themselves a little bit from the Falcons. And as we'll talk about later in the playoff picture, gained a little bit of ground there as well. So definitely a big win for them. Uh, Started off slow though, of course, as we'll jump right into what happened. Didn't start the way they wanted. Turnovers were a big killer. They lost you know, three fumbles early in the game throughout the first half, including two, of course, lost by Jonathan Stewart. But they did a, a real good job overcoming those turnovers um, and overcoming, of course, the 10-point deficit, in which the Fal- including the Falcons scoring a field goal on their opening drive. But the defense... Stopped them as they're driving the field, kind of that you know bend but don't break type uh, scenario. But um, you know just just overall in kind of a quick sense, bend but don't break. Gave up the ten points, but rallied to score twenty unanswered to get the victory. I thought you know you really got to credit the defense for. Stepping up and hanging on to those wins, or excuse me, hanging on to uh, preserve preserve the deficit, keep the deficit where it was, allowing the offense to rally themselves back. And then when the offense did take the lead, defense stepped up and stopped the Falcons. As really, the Falcons didn't do much of anything after, say, you know what some point after the first quarter or into the second because you get into the second half and they did not do much of anything granted of course they did get pretty lucky excuse me they did they did get lucky if uh with a couple of drops by julio jones especially in the end zone which was a absolute killer for the Atlanta Falcons, but you know, when you're a football team, you take wins any way you can get them. Doesn't matter how pretty, doesn't matter how ugly, you take it how you can get it. So seeing Julio with that drop was a huge sigh of relief for the Panthers and allowed them to hang on to the win. Of course, the Falcons would eventually score 
late in the fourth quarter uh, with about three minutes to go to make it 20 to 17. But the again, the offense did their job, held on to the ball, and um, the Falcons never really had another chance after that. And 20 to 17 was the final. I, I thought it was really encouraging to see the run game finally step up, particularly Christian McCaffrey. He definitely had one of his better games rushing the ball. He had 66 yards for 15, or yeah, 66 yards on 15 carries, excuse me. Uh, but of course, the lead dog there was Cam Newton rushing for 86 yards on nine carries, and that nice diving, dunking touchdown that uh, was just was just a thing of beauty, really. And then, of course, McCaffrey scoring a touchdown as well. Just goes to show you that uh, if you stick with the run enough, it can it can finally break open. You can finally run it with with some consistency, and that's that's exactly what happened here. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, of course, didn't have the greatest of days. We already mentioned the fumbles that he had, but again, luckily the Panthers were able to overcome that, mostly behind Cam Newton, which I kind of wrote about over at Panthers Wire, uh, just a short piece, why I touted Newton as the MVP, because really he was the catalyst of this win. He's the one that drove the field, he made the throws when he needed to. Um, so really, it 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 fell on his shoulder. He he took this team on his back, and really carried them to a victory. Uh, it was also nice to see Devin Funches get more involved, which was obviously what we wanted to see after the departure of Kelvin Benjamin, as he had over 80 yards receiving. So a nice kind of debut as or as the number one receiver. So hopefully we can see more of that going forward. And knowing that Greg Olson is coming back in a few weeks can only help improve this offense. Um, and obviously Cam Newton knows that as well. If you guys had come across the video on Fox Sports' NFL Twitter, they caught Cam Newton on camera, and he finds himself on camera, and he's with Greg Olson, and he says... Just wait until I get my dog back. It's going to be over for you suckers. So you know he's excited to get his boy back. And once he does, uh, things can only go up. And again, not, not that the offense was bad, obviously, but getting Olsen back can only skyrocket what this offense can do. So, But overall, very encouraging to see what this offense did. Real quick, before we jump back into the Panthers and what else happened, just just got to mention this. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's, what team are you betting this week? You got the Panthers or the Saints, or you got the Lions or the Packers tonight. Well, let me tell you this. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So that's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON 
for up to a 100% deposit bonus. There are a lot of online sports books out there, but MyBookieAG is the only one that gets my stamp of approval. And you know I don't give that out lightly. To get my endorsement, I've got to personally use them, and that means they have to be the best. And MyBookie.ag is by far the best sports book I've ever used. MyBookie.ag has been in this business for years, and their reputation is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payout. Seriously, just two business days. It's no different from betting in a glitzy Las Vegas casino, but you can do it right from your smartphone. Trust me, go to MyBookie.ag to place your bets and tell them I sent you by using the promo code LOCKEDON. Get over there and get the best odds anywhere. So like I said, great great effort by the offense, and then obviously you know, can't credit the defense enough. That front seven was just getting after it. Uh, and the secondary did their part. Obviously they got burned a couple times, but when you're up against a guy like Julio Jones... That that's to be expected at times, you know. It's it's and and I knew that was going to be a tough matchup. It always is. Julio Jones always seems to have his way with the Panthers, but you know they made the plays when they needed to. And let, let's talk real quick about that too. The, the couple of big plays that the Panthers made toward the end of the first half. You start with the fourth down stop. That was huge. Atlanta's driving there near the Carolina 30. Matt Bryant, of course, is a little banged up. So the Falcons are probably thinking he's not well enough at that point to kick what would have been about a 47-yard field goal. Or say almost a 50-yard field goal. So they decided to go for it on fourth and short. And the Panthers just absolutely stuffed them. And then get another 15 yards because Austin Hooper had the illegal crackback block. So the Panther, Panthers are already starting with good field position at about their own 45. And that leads to the, I believe that led to the Christian McCaffrey, or no, that led to the Cam Newton touchdown, I believe. No, no, I'm sorry. It was the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Newton came after. So the, the McCaffrey touchdown came first. Then came the Mike Adams interception which he brought, I believe, to the Atlanta 30, putting Carolina once again in real good position. And a few plays later, of course, that's when Cam Newton had his diving touchdown in the uh, in the corner of the end zone. So you talk about making big plays when you needed to. Those were two key stops with the Panthers down 10 nothing or at least before the fourth down stop, the first of two big plays that the Panthers' defense comes up with that leads to 14 points for the offense. And all of a sudden, this game goes from the Panthers being down 10 nothing to up 14-10 at the half. And then, of course, they kicked a couple field goals in the second half and then held off the Falcons' rally. So again, as I mentioned before, it's kind of that bend but don't break type uh, type position with the Panthers' defense. So cre- credit the defense. Really a, a total team effort that got them the win here. And it's huge because now we'll talk about the, uh, the playoff picture. Big win because it keeps pace with them with the Saints, who 
won again for the sixth time in a row, beating the Buccaneers. So it puts the Panthers just half game still behind the Saints, who are six and two. Panthers, of course, are six and three. And the Panthers actually moved up into the five spot in the wild card or in the playoff standings after Seattle's 14-10 loss, or excuse me, 17-14 loss to Washington yesterday. So the Panthers are now the five seed at six and three. And actually, Seattle wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now. The sixth seed right now would actually be the Dallas Cowboys, winners of three straight. They're sitting at five and three. They have they right now would have the tiebreaker based on conference record, but those two teams do play head to head. I believe in week 15, uh, the same week that the Panthers play the Packers. So certainly a lot of so just from that you can tell a lot of playoff implications right there as we get toward the end of the season. But so that's why this is a big win. It keeps pace with them with the Saints, but still. One game to go between the two, and it puts them half a game now ahead of the Cowboys and the Seahawks in the playoff standings. And another home game next week, Monday Monday Night Football next week. I'm sure fans are excited to see them in prime time again. Hopefully, of course, it goes better than the last time they were in prime time, which was the tough loss at home on Thursday night to the Eagles, but certainly an easier opponent this week, or next week I should say, uh, when they host the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Actually, their next two games now are against AFC East opponents. They've got Dolphins this week, then of course they have their bye, and then they have the Jets in Week 12, and that game of course is when we expect Greg Olson Two returns of the starting lineup, which, as I mentioned, would be a huge boost to this Panthers offense. As with the way Devin Funch has played, he's starting to feel more confident. So you get him and you get uh, Greg Olson. Get them going. The Panthers offense should be well. Uh, as far and this is something else I wanted to touch on, too. I mentioned that... It, you know, I was curious to see who the other receiver would be to kind of step up. Well, it didn't seem like no one really totally stepped up, but that's okay because it was kind of a collection of a collection of players that kind of did their job. Uh, you, you, I mean, you could argue Christian McCaffrey was the second receiver, and in fact, besides Funches and McCaffrey, the only one the other one that caught a pass. Curtis Samuel, three ca- three catches, 23 yards. No no one else even registered a catch. Caden Clay only had one target. Ed Dixon and Russell Shepard each had two, but neither of them came down with any catches. So if we're talking about second receiver, as far as wide receivers go, it was Curtis Samuel. But overall, you know, Christian McCaffrey kind of was... It, it was close, but you know McCaffrey, of course, had two more catches, so he certainly kind of took the quote-unquote number two receiver, at least as far as yesterday's game went. But really, they didn't need him much. The running game was really the game plan, and that's that's how the Panthers made their money yesterday. 
and it was more than enough to get the victory. So big win for the Panthers, 20 to 17. Once again, they move now to six and three on the season with a home game with the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football looming in Week 10, and then they're by in Week 11. So hope you guys enjoyed the game and enjoy the victory Monday as always. And of course, we'll be back throughout the week. We'll start getting ready now for the Dolphins. Start previewing them and getting you guys ready for Monday night. And as always, I want to thank our great sponsors at mybookie.ag for their great support. And of course, Pro Football Focus. Remember to go to iTunes, leave your Twitter handle and review, and be entered to win that Edge subscription for free, saving you $40. And who doesn't love saving $40 in today's world? So with that, we're going to get out of here. I want to thank you guys, as always, for listening and enjoying. And apologies for my voice if it kind of came off a little raspy. But um, always fun doing this. Fun chat with the guys. So be on the lookout again throughout the week for the Dolphins preview. And with that, we're going to get out of here. And just want to thank all the great people here at the Locked On Network for their support and for these opportunities as always. So until next time, my friends, this is Bill Rossetti for Locked On Panthers. Take care, my friends. We'll see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.